Hi and welcome to episode 29 of the podcast Success and Inner Growth. My name is Johannes Stockburger and I am the owner and founder of Javabo Publishing. Our mission is to help those who want to crash with glass sailing on top of them to find a way around it and climb on top of it. Today, first of all, I want to introduce to you Evangeline Brownis. She is our new editor and she is also producing this podcast from now on. Hi Evangeline, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, my name is Evangeline Brownies, as you have said, and I'm from Kenya. Uh, I live in Germany now, and I'm in university, in UK University, United Kingdom. What are you doing in university? I'm studying uh, IT, Information Technology. Okay, so let us be with that, yeah? Um, the topic of today is artificial intelligence. Mm. So, um, I think first of all, it is worth to say a few things about it. And uh, you can ask me and you can also uh, contribute your thoughts. Yeah? Mm. So, the first question is, what at all is artificial intelligence? So, everybody is talking about it. It is the next step. They say it is the next big development after the internet, yeah, and I mean, the internet is not yet very old, it is uh, maybe mm, 30 years old, let me say, so it is 30 years that I had access to the internet the first time. Right. And I got that because I saw a small classified ad which was saying something like, uh, there is a new thing which used to be only for the CIA to have the information around and this is now going to be open to the public and I thought this you must have. <laughs> and I had it and I had a, a computer and when you had a phone and when you had him fixing something like a, a gummy, a cap on the phone uh, so that the noise can be transferred to a microphone of a computer and this was how this connection was built here. Yeah. Wow. So it was very, very difficult, different from now. Mm -hmm. But um, now this changed really the world, yeah, because mm. now you can uh, exchange data information all over the world in seconds. Yeah. And uh, you can send money to your mama and it is after five minutes there. It's costing two euro to send it, yeah. Mm. Before it would have taken five days, yeah, and you would have given that bank 50 euro to send it. Mm -hmm. This is a, a huge difference, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, but now they say the next step is artificial intelligence. And also, and you can communicate easily with your beloved ones when they are like distance away. Mm -hmm. And now the next step is artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, this means. Basically, that they build computers uh, which are able almost to act as a human, to talk as a human, to understand what you are saying, not only to uh, write it down, but to understand what you are saying 
to search on it and to find answers. Yeah. Mm. So nowadays you will not uh, type into Google a few words, uh, keywords, carefully sort out, and when you look what is giving it back, but you say, hey Google, tell me what is going on tomorrow morning in Nairobi. <laughs> and Google will understand what you are asking, and it will be able maybe even to tell you not only what was going on yesterday, but what is going to go on tomorrow morning. This is artificial intelligence. Yeah. And is it like also because now in Google they can even count the steps like kilometers or if like you the if you have been walking throughout the day, yeah, you find them like in the Google, in the phones, whatever. In those yeah, kilometers, but this is not this is not exactly artificial artificial intelligence, but this is. Uh, something which makes when artificial intelligence possible yeah? mm. because all these phones which are walking around from apple from google from uh, samsung are always collecting information and they are sending lots of information to their computers yeah mm. and not only it is what you it used to be that everything what you are doing in the internet is observed by somebody yeah mm. But now even your phone is observing if you are snoring in the night and Google knows it. Yeah? Mm. And uh, so uh, they know really, really, really a lot and uh, much more which would normally make sense for somebody to know. Because uh, whether how your breath is sounding in the night yeah, mm. is not really interesting to anybody else. Yeah? Other than the person who is sleeping with you in the same bed. But uh, still, they are collecting this kind of data, or they, maybe they say they won't, yeah. <laughs> and, um, but maybe they have a hidden thing where they ask you for permission and you uh, agree to it and they do it, yeah. Um, or even if you are shopping and you are paying with a credit card, yeah, it is all going into these systems yeah, where you are walking. Yeah. Um, mm. For me, I think there is no privacy in such things. Mm, yes and no. I think most of this uh, information, it is... Uh, uh, the connection to a person it himself yeah, mm. is removed. Yeah? It is anonymized. Yeah? Mm. So, that, uh, okay, they collect it, yeah, but when they remove the connection from you. Yeah? Mm. But we know there was one person snoring a little bit louder, yeah? and when we know in this area there have been a hundred persons snoring a little bit louder, and when we know, okay, maybe there is a new virus there. Yeah? But you know, my problem is, I don't know who is getting or who is receiving all this data from me. Yeah? Mm. So I can't, I, I, I don't trust those people. Yeah, but you, you cannot prevent it. And my thinking was, and I think I think still the same. Yeah. You cannot prevent that we are collecting that data about you. Yeah? Mm. Because for that, yeah, not only you would have to throw your phone away, yeah, you have to move into a forest yeah, somewhere almost without electricity 
look here in town, you have everywhere cameras, you have sensors, yeah. You could only use cash money, yeah. You, um, so this is just not possible, yeah. My thinking is let them collect it, but don't give it only to one, give it to three or four or five of them. So, because this makes at least sure that we cannot cheat with it. And, uh, saying we end you did that, which you didn't do it, yeah. So, because when he's in the next database, that it was not true, yeah. So, I don't think you can prevent that. Uh, you have just to live with it, yeah. It is even if you don't like it or if you like it, uh, who cares, yeah. For me, I think that is very dangerous thing in the world. I prefer now even the analog. Look, it is also very powerful. For example, now this conversation, yeah. It will take us only uh, two or three keystrokes and then we have it in writing, yeah. Before, yeah, it would have taken uh, a professional day yeah, to put that in writing. You would have paid hundreds of dollars for it. Now you just press a button, connect it to Microsoft, and um, mm. they give you a text. The other thing is, without that, all the search engines would not be possible. Yeah? You get access to a huge, a huge amount of information. The problem is, that it is like with everything, yeah? a knife is dangerous, it can kill somebody. But a knife is also good because it can really help you to produce your meal. Mm. And so is with fat things also, yeah, it is dangerous and it is also powerful and beneficial. So you have to know where the dangers are, you have to learn how to handle it. Because there is another danger, it can also check what you are thinking and when it can try to influence you to change your thinking, especially if it is governments who have really an interest to, to influence people. And they can use that also for that purpose. This is dangerous. Yeah. Mm. But on the other hand, uh, if I write now a text, if you are thinking about artificial intelligence, for what is it good and what is it bad, and I write it down and it is thought through, and uh, inspiring for some people. But nowadays, I write it, yeah, and when I copy it into one of these tools for artificial intelligence, why? Because it will give me another take of a language. It will try to express the same things, but in other words. And this is helpful because these people who are doing that, and especially Microsoft, they know how people are talking and how people are thinking. And when they know that, they know also how you can express something so that people are understanding it. Microsoft is a big power in artificial intelligence, yeah? mm. but this time not because of the phones. With the phones, they failed, they tried it. Mm. But basically, they can watch what you are doing on your computer and where they can not only watch what you are doing and what you are saying, they can watch how you are thinking. You write a text, yeah, you discard it, uh, you write the next version, you discard it, you change it. And Microsoft can see all that. Mm -hmm. You store it mostly on Microsoft nowadays. Yeah, you put it on OneDrive and you use these online versions of uh, Microsoft Office. So they know a lot of how people are thinking. Yeah. And uh, this is dangerous and it's helpful, yeah? Mm. It is helpful to communicate, mm. but it's dangerous in a way 
that they can also influence that thing. Especially if that power comes to governments. Let me say if uh, what happened in USA uh, last time in the last election, when these people with artificial intelligence, uh, they bent together with the government mm. to create reactions of people, to hide information and to push other information in the foreground. And, you know, they don't do that like that, that everybody sees the same, yeah? Mm. Uh, they do it in a way uh, that you see the thing which is influencing you, which is possible. And they do that, they did that, yeah? The danger is that this artificial intelligence is falling in the hands of the governments, yeah, in my eyes, because it's so powerful. And when, you know, with Google, Microsoft, okay, you have to deal with one of them or with two, yeah. But uh, if you don't want Google, yeah, you can go to Apple with your phone. If you don't like Apple, yeah, maybe you buy uh, a Google phone, or if you don't really want it, you take just a phone, a normal phone, which has not a, this software, yeah. And same with a computer, yeah, you have different vendors. But government, if you are at a certain place, this government is telling you, I am your government, and uh, you cannot choose whether you deal with so, me. Yeah, that's what I've been telling you, that these things are very dangerous, especially for the government. Because this is the way of influencing people to vote or to do these things. And this is uh, how people steal elections. Yes, uh, also how people steal elections. But also, look, in the beginning, you remember this time when uh, there was this Arab Spring during Obama. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was done a lot by Facebook. But this was not really yet artificial intelligence. It was just that Facebook knew who is thinking how, and they have been bringing these people together, yeah, who went then to the street to oust the governments in Tunisia, in Egypt, in Libya. They tried it also in Syria, in Ukraine, basically the same, yeah. Mm. This was not yet really artificial intelligence, but this led also stronger governments, like the one in Germany, to try to prevent people from using Facebook. So they treated businesses with a fine of 50,000 euro if they put Facebook like buttons on their websites. But they did it anyway, yeah, because Facebook was so powerful that they have been thinking, okay, we have to do it. And the government by themselves, they did it even also, yeah. Mm. This is the power of social media, yeah. Mm. But artificial intelligence now, they used that power not only to bring people together, yeah, but to understand many things which nobody has been understanding before. The real beginning of the things was the joke going on, yeah, Amazon sending you advertisement for diapers before you even know yourself that you are pregnant. Mm. And truly you are pregnant and you need them later, yeah. Mm. And this was the joke of it. But the danger you can see in that police is using that things and when they say okay we think tomorrow morning in that area is going to happen a bad crime and they bring people police already there and the probability is high that they are right although we don't know why and who is it but we see signals and we follow them and we see the results mm. the problem is 
that they could see a result that you are going to kill somebody tomorrow, but it's not true. I think now we have to prevent you from doing that and, and bring you into custody and in a prison without any real reason. This is not far-fetched, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, this, is, this is the danger of it. Mm. But the question is now, how are we handling that, yeah? Mm. You know, we cannot prevent the sun from shining, yeah? We cannot prevent this artif artificial intelligence from being there or observing and uh, putting things together. Okay. We have to live with it, yeah? Mm. Whether it's dangerous or not. The sun is also dangerous, but the sun is also giving us energy and food. And uh, with artificial intelligence, it will give us information, it will extend our reach by far. But we have also to make sure that it's not ruling us. So my question is, how does the artificial intelligence help us? It is uh, giving us a lot of tools like text-to-speech, like generating AI, where you can ask a few questions and it can write you a text. Or better is to write your text by yourself and it helps you to improve it. Or you can take a photo yeah, mm. and tell Adobe Photoshop, I want here in this corner a house, and then it will put a house into that photo. Yeah. So it gives you a lot of helps with creativity, it helps you even to be creative, yeah? Creativity, which is the one which you can do, but artificial intelligence normally not, but it can support your creativity also, yeah? Mm. And it can help you understand, it can help also even to understand sicknesses, it can help in preventing diseases like with pandemics, yeah? Mm. Because it can allow early on to ask the right questions, yeah. Mm. Okay. But it can, also it can be very helpful in one way, yeah? mm. but it can be also very dangerous in another way, yeah? mm. It can also change our thinking and uh, change our perception of truth, yeah, mm. you know. And uh, this is the main point which I want to make. Artificial intelligence can only use information which can go through a computer, which is digitalized, yeah? mm. which means in the end it can handle only a lot of yes and no and yes and no and yes and no. But, you know, if you are sensing a feeling or an energy or emotions, we are not only yes and no. We have nowadays already systems which are measuring the happiness of people. So, for example, we have cameras on the streets and uh, we not only can do face recognition, yeah, but we can also know when you are walking there whether you are feeling happy or healthy or whether you are feeling depressed or angry. This is in itself dangerous because you cannot control anymore where this information is going. If you are walking through a town like Frankfurt, you are passing a hundred cameras on your way to work. And all of these cameras can see your face, can see who you are, and uh, can see uh, how you are today. But also, it is another danger which I see in it. That is, it is redefining the meaning of happiness, yeah? Mm. So, 
you will no longer ask yourself or maybe you don't even ask yourself, am I feeling happy today because uh, you are just feeling happy. Yeah? Mm. But uh, with that one, yeah, mm. I think there comes a time you will take your phone out, yeah, take a short video of your face and ask the phone, am I happy today? And the phone will tell you, yes, you are happy or no, you are not happy. Yeah? And this will change the meaning of happiness, yeah? mm. you know. And this, I think, is terrible. Yeah? This is with time that happened already. Yeah? Mm. Time is now uh, a row of seconds. Yeah? Mm. It used to be something completely else before that uh, digitalization and what it was coming before. It used to be the sun, the noon, the sun was standing up. It used to be the years, it used to be the months, which is a movement of the moon. Yeah? It had many, many dimensions, but now it is only a number, yeah? Mm. I think it can, if we're not taken care, it can reduce our world and what we perceive of the world to numbers. Okay. But this is also how we can prevail, yeah? Mm. Because if we train our body and our mind to perceive also things which are not numbers, yeah? Mm our feelings, the feelings around us, the people, the energy. And when we have at least in our own world around us a real edge over artificial intelligence, because we have sources of information which cannot be sensed through a computer, yeah? which are not either with a microphone uh, to be digitalized or with a camera to, to be digitalized, uh, or maybe with a sensor for fingerprints. This is the energy, which is the charisma, which is the, the feeling. And if we are strengthening that dimension of ours, yeah, I mm. think uh, we can, at least in our near field, mm. still control our life and not allow all these uh, powerful people to control us. Mm -hmm. And I think this is what counts in the end, yeah. Okay. My next question is, artificial intelligence and the subconscious mind, what do they have in common? Yeah, this is an interesting thought. Yeah. Let me first talk a little bit about the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. The conscious mind is how we are really reasoning. It is especially working with causality. We are saying, if that is happening, then this is also true. If that is true, this is true. And on that we conclude that is also true. We give a reason to things we are reasoning. Mm. But the subconscious mind is not reasoning. Mm. It is just connecting impressions and patterns and it is soaking everything up uh, which you allow into your brain, yeah? In, mm. from your eyes, from your ears, from the smell, from the hands. All information, also information, which is, I say, from a sixth sense, inner energy. Yeah? Mm. And our subconscious mind is soaking all this energy up, all this information up, and then he's searching it for patterns and relates it to each other. Yeah? Mm. So it is saying, this is similar to that, this is similar to that, or maybe they are connected, maybe this would be also connected like that. This gives you then a feeling oh my god, I think I heard something like that before and uh, you don't know what, but you have an idea where to look. This is how your subconscious mind is helping you. Yeah? Mm. 
artificial intelligence is working somehow the same way. Yeah? Mm. It is not looking for reasons. It is not looking for causal relationships. Mm. It is just looking what is happening together, what is coming together. It is looking for associations. Mm. A butterfly flying in Europe through your window can cause a sack of rice falling down in China. Mm. This is sounding very funny, yeah? mm. but this is about hidden connection of things. Mm. And this is not a causal relationship. These are patterns, which are things which are occurring together. Yeah? Mm. And if you master that, you know a lot in advance. Maybe you don't know that for sure it is happening, but it is a high probability of happening. Yeah? This is even why artificial intelligence is so important in the current wars, in the modern wars. Yeah? Mm. Because you cannot know for sure, nobody is telling you that uh, your enemy is trying to do that. But you run it through a computer and your computer is telling you, have we a look, it might be like that. Mm. And often enough, it is true. You okay. know? Mm. And uh, with that we target things. And the military is not waiting until they know really something for sure. Yeah? Mm. If they think for 80% here is a target which we want to hit, yeah, they shoot. Mm. If they hit when in half of the cases the right thing, it's already big success to them. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Artificial intelligence is power, but I think also to come to an end, yeah, mm -hmm. we can master it in our life. First of all, by training our subconscious mind, which mm. is working according to the same principles, and training our senses so that we have a real wealth of information. Also important to sleep enough, mm. because in the sleep we are passing the information to our subconscious mind from where it is based in the brain from the day, we space it up, we keep it, and when it is crunched and sorted, the next day we have again space to save information about what's happening today and in the night yeah, we are crunching it again. If we are not sleeping enough and not taking care of the system and our subconscious mind, first of all we will not get this information to the subconscious mind, but second of all uh, this place where we are normally saving the information which we see every day, this will be full and if it is full we miss a lot of things. This is why under stress you don't see many things. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And so for us it's important to take care of ourselves, mm. to sleep enough, to eat well, to train our senses, to avoid drugs and alcohol. Uh, drink a lot of water. To, to give our body really what it needs. And, and to stay, stay always positive. positive. And this is our way, I think, to overcome the dangers of artificial intelligence and let it still work for us. Take care for yourself, mm. care for your mind, care for your subconscious mind, care for your senses and keep your environment clean. Mm. And I have here another question. How does an intended consequence affect our thinking? This is about when it changes the meaning of words and when it is streamlining the 
concepts and removing everything from thinking and the thinking also from reality, which is not fitting in this, let me say, digital thinking of yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, 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 no, 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 yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. You know, if artificial intelligence, and it will become in many instances, the real arbiter of truth. It is no longer you decide what is true, and you should keep for you the right to decide what is true for you, yeah. Mm. But especially the governments and societies, yeah, mm. they think they have a right to decide what is true for that society. And uh, it's going to happen But that this decision, what is true in a society and what not, is basically made by these artificial intelligence systems. But do you think this group which you have mentioned will do like that, especially government? I think this is a logical consequence. It is unavoidable. You know, this is like a, a neutral thing, yeah? We are discussing something, you and me, and I say uh, the grass is green, and you say the grass is blue. And we are fighting and we are shouting until some first comes in and say, what are you doing here? Why don't you ask Google? Mm -hmm. So we're asking Google, is grass green or blue? And Google will tell us grass is green, maybe sometimes yellow or brown, but certainly not blue. And we are going to believe it. That way it is a positive example because it has been uh, the end of a fight. But do we want computers and governments decide what is the meaning of happiness? Or do we want to decide it everybody for himself? Mm -hmm. I want to decide for myself what is the meaning of a word happiness for me. Mm -hmm. I want to decide for myself what is the meaning of a word love for me. Mm -hmm. I want to decide for myself even what is the meaning of a word tiredness for me. Mm -hmm of angriness, of all these things. And I don't want from outside somebody to tell me, you are angry, and I say, I'm not feeling angry. <laughs> and we, I know that you are angry. Mm. And I will again say, I am not feeling angry. Mm. And when it is shouting to me, but you are angry, and I will become angry because we shouting and not believing me and trying to force me into angriness. And uh, this is dangerous. This is only a simple example. Yeah? Mm. I can say, I love this lady. My computer is telling me, no, it's not true, you don't love this lady. Mm. And uh, I say, I love this lady, and this computer is saying, no, 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 no. And uh, when this lady is there and asking, computer, why do you think this guy is not loving me? And this computer is saying, I know for sure that he is not loving you. Uh, don't try, don't rely on him, and this relationship is destroyed, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. because people believe in computers, yeah? yeah. Now, this is an example, still innocent, but if they have now somebody manipulating that, and I know in Eastern Germany, the government has been destroying families if people don't follow guidelines. So they have been pitting a husband against a wife just to destroy your life. 
if you put that thing together, such a bad will of a government mm. and the power of that computers, you come to a point where you can become really fearful. Me, I think one consequence of this power of artificial intelligence is that we have really, 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 and importantly, to limit the power of governments. So to make sure that they cannot decide about everything, there are really spaces that are off limits for them. To concentrate on these few public things for that you need them, but they don't tell you what to do in the night in your bed. If you allow both artificial intelligence and a government which says uh, it has to decide everything, then you are really running into trouble. So artificial intelligence is supposed to stay there, we cannot change it, which means we have really, really, really to limit the scope of governments so that the government is not able to abuse artificial intelligence. Thank you so much. Yeah, I thank you. This was very interesting. I learned a lot.